Hello and welcome to Podcraft, the how-to podcast podcast brought to you from the warm and sunny shores of Scotland. It's Matthew with you again here and we're back for another In Between the Seasons interview episode. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, Colin's already done my job for me, so let's hand it over to him and he'll explain everything. I've got on uh, a chap who I met a couple of times during the summer, a couple of events. We'll explain a little bit more about that. But um, what we're going to do is we're going to cover a little bit around podcast apps, around how podcast apps are lending themselves towards um, better discoverability of podcasts, maybe even uh, looking at podcasts in a different way, like uh, more locally rather than nationally. So I'm going to talk about a few different things like that. So I'd like to welcome to the podcast, Bo York. How are you doing, Bo? Man, Colin, thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. Good, good. Uh, so, Bo, you're from Satchel, Satchel the app. Is that, do you just call it Satchel or is it the Satchel app or anything like that? Yeah, so Satchel or the Satchel podcast player, either one. Good stuff. Um, yeah, we, uh, the, the name for the application, it was funny. We were, uh, my wife and I were kind of walking our kids in our neighborhood and, and we, we were working on this application and we wanted to give it a name that, uh, you know, th- there's kind of this imagery that comes to mind in terms of podcast. You have a personal relationship with the different podcasts that you have and they can be very niche focused. And, yeah. you know, whenever you go traveling, whenever you go on a trip, you always bring things that are special to you. And, and, you know, like I, I think if when I go on a trip, I always, you know, I gather up my fishing poles or, or my, my pipe or, or me. Yes. uh, and so that's kind of the birth of, of how Satchel became the name of the, of the Satchel podcast player. Excellent. Good stuff. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. No, it's a nice name. I like it. It's, uh, it's obviously hard to come up with, uh, company names these days. It's all taken, oh, but uh, it seems to suit it. <laughs> Um, I know, I know, it's crazy. And we actually, uh, we got it trademarked too, which was so wonderful. Excellent. <laughs> so it was, it was I, one of those things I, where I, you just have to be extremely careful. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't have thought you would be allowed to do that, but hey, well done. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what is Satchel then? What does Satchel help us do? Absolutely. So um, Satchel, is it's a podcast player created for uh, podcasters and podcast fans by you know, podcasters and by podcast fans. I've, I've been podcasting for uh, the last several years here, uh, creating content with uh, heavily niche focus uh, for various different uh, audiences and really enjoy doing it, but, but mostly just trying to identify what are the pain points in the industry, what's really been holding podcasting back. And uh, what we've kind of discovered and what I've uh, gathered from my experience is that, you know, one of the common or three of the common pain points that we've, we've all had is revenue, distribution, and discoverability. And so Satchel was an attempt to create a podcast player. It is an attempt to create a podcast player that really benefits the podcaster at every single level and addresses each one of those core pain points uh, across our roadmap from where we are today and, and where we're going down the future. So podcast player that benefits the podcaster and the listener at every single level. Yeah. I mean, the discoverability things, obviously, a, a huge problem in terms of, Absolutely. you know, we're all drawing from the, the iTunes, di- well, not all, but, you know, there's a lot of people drawn from the iTunes directory, a lot of people using iTunes, but in a lot of the apps even drawn from there as well. And, right. and it's hard, you know, going within those categories, it's quite difficult to find stuff these days without just you know stumbling across across people through keywords so you're trying to solve that aren't you trying to help people surface this stuff that is of interest to them find things related to that subject that topic that type of thing absolutely yeah 
iTunes, you know, it's, it's interesting if you kind of look at the history of, of how podcasting came to be. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today if, if not for iTunes kind of laying the groundwork. Yeah, yeah. But it, it kind of laid the groundwork and then it just kind of sat. I mean, honestly, yeah. iTunes is very much a dumb pipe. Uh, it's a catalog of RSS feeds and, and that is pretty much it. There's no ad- additional value that goes to the overall listening experience. There's not a whole lot of ways they can enhance the discoverability. I'll give you a great example of that is that um, one of the podcasts that I do is called Flash TV Talk, which is dedicated to the CW's Flash, uh, which is the, the superhero that runs really fast. If you're not a geek out there, then you won't know who I'm talking about. But the thing is, if you go looking for a Flash podcast or podcast about the Flash, you know, there's a question like, well, do you mean Flash as in the you know, Adobe Flash system? Do you mean Flash as in Flash Gordon, the old television series? Or, or yeah. do you even mean... The, the old Flash television series or the new Flash television series. And so you'll just get kind of a bombardment of content that's not necessarily even relevant to what you're looking for and some stuff that hasn't even been touched in, you know, gosh, years even, uh, where, you know, it's the podcaster either suffered from pod fade or did a series that's over and just isn't quite relevant to what you're looking for at the time. So, I mean, that's just one example of how, you know, the, the searchability tool that currently exists in, in iTunes and with most podcast players is it's, it's a bit broken. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with Satchel, what we've, what we've done is we've kind of created some unique ways of surfacing up content. And, uh, the, the first kind of the, the big way that we've done this is by offering the, the ability to discover content based on location. So finding podcasts that are actually created in your hometown, wherever you're located and also podcasts specifically for your hometown as well. Yeah. Yeah. The local aspect is really interesting, isn't it? Cause I think, you know, I, a lot of people, myself included, think of finding podcasts as being topic-based. You look at something you're interested right. in, but people are naturally interested in a local area. Uh, and also, you're much more, I don't know, it's easier to engage with somebody talking about your subject who you have something extra in common with, as in a location. Um, there's even, we do a, a mountain biking podcast. That's one of my favourite, uh, a hobby podcast that I do. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of that is locally based, so it's like trails close by where I live, a lot of it's not as relevant to people more widely. So uh, the local thing really does uh, interest me. I'm I'm looking forward to um, to diving into actually actually and seeing what more uh, podcasts are done around Scotland. Actually, finding podcasters close to me. Yeah, you know, I've always had a passion for kind of locally focused content. Um, one of our largest shows that we do was originally created for a small business in town. And I kind of went to them. I said, look, people don't buy products from retail anymore. If they're you know, buying uh, products, they're buying online. If they're buying retail, what they're really shopping for is experience. Mm-hmm. And a podcast is a unique way to get the experience of your shop out and build that kind of brand loyalty and that kind of stickiness with your existing customers that will make them in turn come back to the shop and buy more products. And so with that particular show, we, we built it for the local community but it was such a niche topic that we ended up getting this international audience and it's been great for that, that shop. But it's still, I always go back to that wanting to connect with the local community because so much of what podcasting is, is about relationships. You, you create unique relationships with your audience, who you're talking to, whatever that shared interest is. I mean, if somebody's listening to your show, uh, it's because they made a choice to listen to your show. They care about what it is that you're talking about passionately. And yeah. you know, for many of us, 
we've got shows that, that may be 45 minutes on up in terms of what we're actually discussing. And, and to listen to almost an hour worth of content about a very specific topic means that both you care about it and your audience member cares about it. Uh, that combined with the fact that these conversations generally happening right up in your ear, right up in the headphones, which is a, a very super intimate space. I mean, that's just a really super powerful relationship. So taking that to the next level and being able to connect with somebody, not just in a podcast space, but in a real space in the quote unquote real world, if you will, yeah. uh, it's extremely powerful. And so, you know, you think also too about creating content for the local community. I, Colin, I don't know about you, but I haven't listened to the radio in about 10 years. Yeah. Similar. <laughs> I mean, if only, I'm only when I forget car, my phone, <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing is if you if you've got your phone, you know, you get into your car, you're, you're going to be listening to podcasts. I mean, that's that's most people as they kind of get into this, either as a listener or a podcaster, that's the general audio consumption method when it comes to talk radio, you know, quote unquote, talk radio type of content. And as we get more and more into smart dashboard into the smart cars, radio is going to be completely replaced by podcast apps and the ability to stream content uh, from your car directly. And so, you know, People talk all the time about this and how podcasting is the future of radio, but we have to look at what radio has historically done in providing really rich, refined content for the local community. Yeah. In the early days of radio, the towers could only reach so far, right? You only had a radius going around that area, but that meant the shows that were being produced and the content that was being created was very specific to that area. Local events, local politics, local discussions, what's going on in different local businesses. And this is really good, rich content that podcasters have an opportunity to create and to you know, provide for their local community as long as there's a way to surface it. And that's kind of the, uh, the mindset and what drives us behind uh, you know, offering Listen Local or this locally uh, discoverable uh, content through Satchel. Yeah, yeah, I think it's smart. I mean, a lot of people are throwing out the old ways of radio. They think of radio as outdated. There's nothing really to be learned from that. But I think that's, you know, it's throwing the baby out of the bathwater. There's a lot of stuff right. that radio has done really well for decades. Yeah, you know, many, almost a century, in fact. Um, yeah, I mean, to learn from that stuff, I think. And yeah, the local thing's a big part of it. Um, Absolutely. I mean, people talk about, I think radio sometimes they talk about you have to mention somebody's name every, uh, like a new listener's name every one minute or something uh, during yeah. the links because they want, you know, you mention as many people as you can because that draws people in. It's, so like you say, it's that connection, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, so, well, what, you, you mentioned already, sorry, oh, was, I was going to say, you also mentioned something that, that we found that's been really interesting from a lot of our users, especially podcasters, is even podcasters who are not necessarily creating content for their local community, mm -hmm. they're really interested to find other people who are, or just creating podcasts in general to kind yeah. of grow the local community of content creators. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a benefit to podcasters as well, actually finding out who's, who's somebody to collaborate even with. Absolutely. Yeah. So what stage is Satchel at just now? Yeah, so we are we we are in the beta stage for sure, but it is very much a public beta. It's it's open and it's available on iPhone and Android. Uh we're available in a couple of different countries in the UK, uh which do include Scotland. Mm -hmm. Uh we are also available in um uh, I think 33 states right now in the United States. And so we're kind of rolling that that particular feature out, but you can download it, you can use it, you can check it out. 
Uh, we encourage people to do that, satchelplayer.com. Yeah. Uh, and we're adding to it. We've actually got a, a great team here. We've, we've won a, a grant this last past year from the Knight Foundation just for to help support our efforts and what we're doing to kind of increase discoverability of podcasts. Uh, we've got a, a great group of folks that are behind us, and, and we're looking forward to, to moving to uh, our next phase, which is increasing various ways where people can discover content beyond just location yeah it's brilliant stuff yeah um one of the so related to that one of the thing well one of the events that we met at was new media europe during the summer you came across and uh, took part in my panel about the uh the future of podcasting or that was one of the sections anyway um and i think the part one of the things about podcasting right now i find really interesting is the number of startups in the space the number of people that are jumping into podcasting and providing software solutions you know just something that fixes a little pain that podcasters are having and there's obviously people investors out there people with money taking the industry more seriously because money's coming in like you're talking about getting a grant um we've just had some funding over here as well for um for a podcasting related solution that moment to talk about a lot more in the near future actually so there's money coming into it it's great um what you're you're obviously in the podcast software yourself what do you see the kind of the future the next five years of it's a big question here but the next five years of podcasting what do you think the big trends are going to be in software development these companies that are coming in what kind of uh, you know what direction they're going to take us do you think you know i think i think it is going to be a lot about um refining the experience mm-hmm. overall you know everything in podcasting from discoverability from from listening, from creating, from hosting, from everything. It's all extremely, extremely fragmented. And so I think what you're going to end up seeing, and I, and I think probably where the mindset is behind a lot of these investors, is that you're going to have one or two, maybe three bigger name entities that are going to start kind of snatching up and grabbing a lot of these different uh, solutions, be they development software, hosting software, uh, distribution software, whatever it might be. Yeah. With an effort of refining, this is the location you go for whatever podcasting 2.0 is going to be. Because that's the other factor, too. I mean, part of the fragmented nature of it is because podcasting is broken. It's, it's, it is a very much, it's been this wonderful evolution, technologically speaking. But in many regards, we're, we're still kind of relying on a lot of old technology to surface out and send out content, which is, caused a lot of the um, arrested development of, of kind of our, our evolution as an industry. And so, you know, I think we, what you'll see is kind of newer technologies coming in or, or how kind of podcasts can become enhanced. Uh, and you're going to see, you know, like I said, a, a handful, maybe even less than that companies that, that start kind of picking off, uh, you know, buying all these companies to try to kind of build, build one full end solution or in some instances maybe waiting some companies out, you know, uh, but I think that's how it's going to go. I think I think the fragmentation of podcasting, as much as much as it's been part of our history and part of our evolution, in in order for us to get to that next step, I think that fragmentation is going to have to start kind of yeah. coming together and yeah. uh, and have more of a streamlined solution. Yeah, that's dangerous absolutely. though, man, because that's the thing. Like you know, one of one of what we love about podcasting is is the wild west nature of it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, you can go out every, you know, you can line up 10 different podcasters. They're all going to have a very different business model for how they're making content, how they're monetizing that content, what their goals are with that content, what their audience looks like. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a really, it's a powerful thing to be able to really make this your own and, and 
make this experience with your audience your own. Um, and so, you know, you hear kind of terminology like the quote unquote Netflix of podcasting, which I think is a terrible, <laughs> terrible description. If, if anybody runs on, they're going to be the quote unquote Netflix of podcasting. That's basically saying like, hey, who here wants to pay for podcast? And that's it's. It's not what it is. Now, I think what you will see is maybe the HBO of podcasting. I think you will see the YouTubing of podcasting. Um, but I don't think you're going to see Netflix-style solutions. I think you're, you'll probably see a um, kind of a, a uh, exclusive content behind a paywall with, with certain services. I think you're going to see YouTube with YouTube-injected ads, uh, YouTube-styled injected ads into the content because we yeah. all love YouTube ads. Uh, well, really. Terribly. We all hate it. <laughs> They're the worst. Um, and so, you know, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to kind of see. I, I think in the end we'll have three primary distribution channels. I think you'll you'll have kind of a uh, a pure that relies solely on the content creators. You'll have one that's kind of a you know ad based in your face all of all of the time, uh, but with a kickback to the content creators. And then you'll have a paywall, or you might have a, a, a several paywall services like the stars, the HBOs, yeah. uh, whatever they're equivalent may be in podcasting uh, yeah. with exclusive content behind it. So I think, I think those are going to be the three, um, three channels when it's all said and done that, yeah. that exist. Yeah. You, I mean, talking about monetization, you mentioned a while back that um, that's one of the problems that Satchel's looking to combat as well. What do you think uh, a podcasting app can do to help a podcaster with monetization? Sure. Well, like I said, every single podcast is going to have a different method for how they're, they're making money. And that's something that we're extremely cognizant of. I mean, I've got um, three primary shows, uh, five total that we do, where every single show that we, we create has a very different uh, way of making money. Yeah. And so one of the things that we do in Satchel is we actually have a customizable button that's actually built into the player that the content creator can customize. Now, at the moment, there's only two options, which is uh, you can turn on a donation feature so that your listeners can actually send you a few dollars while they're listening to the podcast in the moment. Uh, it takes the homework assignment of go to this, do that, sign up for this. That's not there. They click a button, they check out their PayPal, and it's done right in the mm -hmm. moment. Um, so that's that's one way that we offer. The other, right at the moment, just sends them to your website. But we are looking at other things like affiliate accounts or if you've got direct sponsors or you know whomever your, your primary method of, of monetizing your audience is. We're looking at building that that call to action button to, to meet um, unique monetization strategies. Because I, I don't think there's a one size fits all uh, for podcasting. I think it, it's really when you give the content creators power, that's that's how they're going to monetize their content the best. Yeah. And this involves them registering on your platform, obviously, and configuring their appearance, I guess, in, in Satchel itself. Exactly. But I mean, we've made it very straightforward, almost a little bit too straightforward. <laughs> uh, when, when you registered your show, you gave me some great feedback and, uh, on how we can kind of improve it. And, and, uh, and so we've actually got a, a team working right now in the next room to be actually working on our, our backend portal to, to make it uh, even more user-friendly and, uh, and even a little bit more attractive. Because if you go to our website right now, you have this beautiful website um, where it's awesome and you see the app and, and different features and then you click register your podcast and everything gets dark and scary. So we're, we're, <laughs> we're trying to make it less alpha and more beta, so to speak. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so what, what's it like being a software development team in the podcasting industry just now then? I mean, thinking about, you're talking about you're raising money, about getting the help, getting employees, that type of stuff. But then from a Wild West point of view, you mentioned that it's, that makes that more difficult. How are you finding it? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we, we've got a unique challenge on top of that as well. You know, um, I, I think a lot of times one of the, the mindsets that I got when I was at New Media Europe was, oh, you know, Bose from America where podcasting is easy. Um, and that's not necessarily the case because not only is that not true, I'm also from Mississippi. Uh, which, you know, for, for if, if you don't have a concept of what that means, it's because you've never heard of Mississippi and nobody else has either. Uh, we're in a very, you know, we're in kind of the, the southern eastern portion of America. It's not New York. It's not California. It's very far away from both of those. And we don't have a lot of resources in terms of our, our local technology scene. Um, you know, it's, it's a big deal that we're making this application in our capital city here in Mississippi because we just don't have this thriving app scene. But thanks to the great relationships that we've been able to build through Night and, uh, and other podcasters and networks that are out there, uh, it's allowed us to work remotely with a lot of, of kind of some big names in the industry, which has been really great and also helped us get in front of some folks uh, who are a little bit more forward thinking in terms of their investing. Originally, we went to a lot of the investors in Mississippi and they were like, okay, so what's a podcast again? So it's, so it's radio? Like, no, it's not radio. Okay. So, but, but, so what's a podcast again? You know, it's, so it's kind of like that over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah. And finally, actually, I, I was meeting with um, a former CFO for a, a local tech company that actually started in Mississippi. And uh, he was just helping me look at our books. And, and I said, look, I'm not pitching to anybody in Mississippi anymore. I am so sick and tired of dealing with these people. I cannot communicate what the vision is. Clearly, I have a problem. I don't know what it is, but I'm just, I'm, I'm sick of convincing people that podcasting is important. It's powerful. And, and it's kind of this, this huge future industry. And as soon as I said that, he told me, I want to invest in you. So that's how we got our first <laughs> investors. Me telling somebody specifically, I was not going to pitch anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. um, as soon as you that stop it, that's what always happens. <laughs> that's always what it is. It's, it's, it's high school dating all over again. Indeed. That's really what it is. <laughs> but, um, but that was really helpful. And so now we're, we, we finished kind of our seed round. We're going for uh, another here in, in about a month or so and okay. uh, looking forward to that as well. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it is, you know, to some extent, it's, it's about painting the picture of, of where, you know, where this industry is going to go and, and kind of proving out what has occurred in other industries, but also pointing out the differences here. Because, again, you can't Netflix podcasting. It's not that thing. This isn't something that just happened, you know. I mean, like there, there are folks that have been podcasting for upwards of 15 years back before the term podcasting even existed. And so, you know, the, this whole like, oh, yeah, podcasting, it's a new thing. No, no, it's not. And you can't necessarily treat it like it is. Um, but it is this industry that has been kind of, like I said, arrested development in its, uh, in its infancy. Uh, and so it's just it needs to find its footing. And so that's really where the potential for businesses to come in, startups to come in and help it find its footing. And I think there needs to be a lot of collaboration as well in terms of, you know, if we're working towards a solid goal, I'll, I'll give you a great example of that. Um, a feature that we were building into Satchel, that we want to build into Satchel, uh, we actually uh, discovered there was another group of folks making that exact same feature. And we were like, hey, you're, you're doing this, we're doing this as well. But it's not the only thing we're doing. We're actually, we also want to really focus on this local thing. You do that, we'll do this, and let's come together and collaborate so that we can use your tool down the line. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're looking forward to adding that here in the, in the next few months, which we're super excited about. But I can't say because it's not my thing. So but really, really exciting stuff on the horizon. But anyway, that kind of collaboration is, is crucial and key. Yeah. Uh, in this evolution process yeah excellent yeah i mean that always helps doesn't it when people sort of break down the barriers don't start thinking about it as competition actually 
I mean, that's the great thing about podcasting right now. We're not big enough, busy enough, uh, crowded enough that, you know, that there's not room for everyone at the moment. So, yeah, everyone can get involved. It's true. It's true. Although it's changing a little bit, right? The, uh, the success of Serial was a, was a pretty big game changer yeah, in yeah. that all of a sudden, a lot of people who weren't paying attention started to pay attention. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, we, we kind of had a lot of these, you know, for us, that was kind of an interesting moment because we, we were really scrounging. We didn't have any investor capital at that point, And we were very much nights and weekends working on uh, what was the extreme alpha version of Satchel. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was like, you know, like a ton of these different companies popped up and we're like, oh man, well, you know, we've been laying the groundwork. Should we take a step back and see what happens in the industry? And as much as, and for a moment there, that was the mindset, but then a lot of the business decisions we saw being made were like, no, this isn't good for the content creators. And so no, we're going to keep going forward because at our, at our core, what we want to do is benefit the content creators, not take advantage of the content creators, which I think has been done heavily in the past. Yeah. And, uh, and we, I don't, I don't want to see that that prevail. But that's the that's the advantage that you have. I have a lot of people in the industry have as people who have been in podcasting for years because Absolutely. that money comes in with the interest. Serial makes it popular. It's you know suddenly there's there's investment coming in. There's companies that are jumping into podcasting because they see it as this uh, growing medium, but they don't they don't have the sort of the history in it. They don't have the provenance around podcasting. So right. it gives an advantage to those people that actually know the industry and actually care about it and want to grow i think um i mean yeah you're right there's downside as well but i see it yeah i'm I'm quite enjoying looking around just now just watching all this new stuff popping up and you can see the difference between those that are popping in with a pure uh, profit mindset and those that are coming in with you know i want to help people and it's, it's so cliche isn't it you want to you need to help your customers to succeed yourself but it's quite obvious the difference i think at the moment yeah, and it's, it is tricky, especially with investors, because like, all right, so now how are you making money? We're like, well, we're going to fix the industry, and I think that there's opportunity there. And yeah. like, you know, we've got some business models that we've looked at, but that's not our driving factor. And I'm, <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out how to at least make it sound like it's more of our driving factor for when we pitch next time around, because <laughs> the first time around when it's like, okay, you don't understand what podcasting is, and I'm telling you we're not going to make money for a while. And yeah, you're not going to invest in me. <laughs> 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 like, I understand that. It's like, no, yeah. we're, we're fixing a primary problem for people like me. And that's important. And <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> great. Well, it's been great to learn about more about Satchel. Um, why don't you tell us a bit about your, your shows? Because uh, you, you mentioned Flash already. Great show. Uh, I love Flash as well. Um, so oh, yeah. yeah hey, if you want somebody to come on and talk about Flash, I'd love to come on anytime. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> we, uh, we love it. Yeah, we've got cool. a... Uh, it's, it's been great to see the international uh, response, actually, to yeah. the uh, to American superheroes, but but the Flash in particular is yeah, really, no, really great. awesome. Yeah, I love the show. Um, but also your other show, well, the other one that you told me about certainly is a slightly unusual hobby. Why don't you uh, tell us about about that? Yeah, that's actually the one that I mentioned for the retail store. It, but it's about pipes and pipe tobacco. Uh, you know, it's a that's a that's a group of folks that are really passionate about pipes and the artwork that kind of goes into carving these beautiful briar pipes mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, custom blended tobacco, that sort of thing. You know, we are, we, with that show, we've kind of tapped into this niche where, you know, originally our goal was the local community, but so many folks around the country kind of wish they had that, you know, that pipe shop, that cigar shop they could go to after, after a long day's work and kind of sit down, talk with friends, get to know people, meet people from different walks of life, uh, you know, talk about things beyond just pipes or cigars. But, uh, but yeah, we, we kind of provided that 
in a podcast experience for so many folks. And actually, man, it's, it's really fun. We, we're going to do our first, uh, well, let's see, last week we did our first ever live uh, broadcast of the show where we actually uh, sold tickets. So what, what it was, is we've, we've done broadcast of that show before on YouTube whenever we, we record. But this time we said, hey, we're opening up the doors of the shop, come to the shop. Uh, it was like super, it, it was not, not expensive at all. It was like just 10 bucks a head. And uh, people came in, they paid 10 bucks a head, they sat down and we recorded it in front of them. And we're actually going to take the show on the road and go down to uh, New Orleans and Louis- Louisiana here uh, in, a, uh, in a couple of months to do uh, Country Squire Radio live from New Orleans. We'll <laughs> have folks, you know, these are pipes and pipe tobacco enthusiasts who will be traveling down to New Orleans uh, to, uh, to come and get to know each other, get to know us and, and kind of sit down for a recording of the podcast. But that's, yeah, very passionate community behind that yeah. one. Uh, we also do our locally focused show, kind of our true locally focused show, which is Let's Talk Jackson, uh, which is about our, our local hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, sure. as yeah, well yeah. as kind of Mississippi as a whole. Um, and then, yeah, beyond those are kind of our, our three tentpole shows, so to speak. Country Square Radio, Let's Talk Jackson, and, uh, and Flash TV Talk. Perfect. Good stuff. Good mix. Nothing, uh, yeah, quite a, a variety. <laughs> Man, it's one of these things. I, I constantly find myself wanting to do more, but I'm having to yeah. cut back. We, uh, we did, we actually launched a show last year, or yeah, late, or mid last year, um, in, in uh, anticipation of the Pokemon Go game. So mm-hmm. it was called po- the Pokemon Go podcast. And uh, we, we did a casting call for that. We had a guy out in Chattanooga, one out in California. And uh, we did a monthly show. It was your monthly download on everything you need to know about the world of Pokemon Go. <laughs> and, uh, and so we had a lot of fun with it, getting hyped for that game. And yeah. then that, was, uh, that was awesome because it was a, kind of an overnight podcasting success for us where we became the number one video game podcast in America. And we were kind of topping charts worldwide and so i immediately sold that show to another network so that they could then take it on and and you know do amazing things with it just because i had to start cutting back um you know uh, on the shows that we had that yeah, was the newest yeah. show it was one of our kind of overnight successes which was great but i just i did not have the time to make that show what it needed to be yeah, so yeah. this other network's taking that off pokemongopodcast.com they're, they're doing a great job with it and uh and yeah but I, I love it, man. I, I love I love this industry. I love making content, and I love getting to know people uh, who are who are doing the same. Yeah, same. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming on, Bo. Um, what is there any particular place you want people to go to uh, check out your stuff? Maybe uh, where would they go to download Satchel, for example? Absolutely, you can uh, download Satchel at satchelplayer.com. Uh, you can find me actually if you go to bowyork.com that'll take you to uh, some various projects that I'm working on you can find me on Twitter I'm a big I'm big on Twitter I'm not big on any other social media I probably should be but I figure if I'm going to do one social media right it's going to be Twitter just because it, it seems easier for me uh, but at the real Bo York on Twitter hopefully at some point I'll be just at Bo York I'm actually working with Twitter on that right now trying to get that that handle back but uh, <laughs> but anyway at the real Bo York on Twitter uh, you can spell my name B-E-A-U Thanks very much to Bo and Colin for that insightful conversation. Just before we get wrapped up here, a wee bit of news for you from us here at the Podcast Host Towers, because we have a new podcast under our wing now, a show called the Audio Drama Production Podcast, which is all about making audio drama, fiction podcasts and radio plays. The Audio Drama Production Podcast was launched back in 2014 by myself and Robert Cudmore, who you might remember as your host in Season 6 of this very podcast. 
Fiction podcasting is something that we are hugely enthusiastic about here at the Podcast Host. Aside from writing a full how-to series and ebook about making your own audio drama, we also run a Fiction Podcast of the Week feature on the website. With that in mind, this felt like a great fit for everyone concerned, and we want to continue to make sure that the Audio Drama Production Podcast remains the premier go-to for all things audio drama production. So whether you're into the black tapes, we're alive, or welcome to Night Vale, you might want to start thinking about creating your own serialised story podcast. And with that show, we aim to help you along every step of the way. Okay, I'll put links to everything mentioned in this episode in the show notes over at podcraft.net, or you could go directly to the audio drama production podcast at thepodcasthost.com slash ADPP. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening and we'll catch up again this time next week.